This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I am embracing this change in my life, and I love being a father. And I just love the work that I'm doing now. It's, it's like problem solving with photography. That's everything I'm doing now is based around systems and asset management and working and collaborating with teams as an external vendors. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. Hi, everyone. I'm Nikki Klosser. This is... I'm Elena S. Blair. Tell everybody where you're located, what you shoot, okay. all that good stuff. Yeah. I am based out of Seattle, Washington. I am a lifestyle, family, and newborn photographer, and I also have a boutique school photography segment of my business. Awesome. And Elena has a full episode on the portrait system. I can't remember what number it is. Yeah, I wouldn't remember either. Yeah, on Spotify, they don't have the numbers. On Apple Podcasts, they do. So, anyways... But if you want to hear her full story about just everything she does and how she grew her business, there's a full episode there. So Yeah, it was a fun chat. Okay, so I know that you, you've been coming to WPPI forever, right? Yeah, for 11 years. 11 years? Yeah. Wow. Have you been speaking since then? No. I started speaking in 2018, I believe. Yeah, 2018. Okay, awesome. So. How, something we haven't really talked about yet with speakers is how you kind of 
made the jump from being, you know, student. Like I remember 2012 sitting in the audience, just being yeah. blown away by all these amazing speakers and what they knew. Like, how did you make that jump to instructor? Such a good question. Well, I got denied many times, just FYI. I like to be like completely transparent about that. Nobody was seeking me out to be a speaker. I was out trying to get that on my resume. That's really good to know. Yeah. I, yeah. I would, now, now I get sought out to be a speaker. I can like pat myself on the back about that now, but it took me a long time to get that kind of uh, credibility. Yeah. So I had already been educating and I had already been speaking at smaller, like, like boutique type of conferences. If like, I'm going to lose this. And I applied a few times, twice, and didn't get it. And then I um, met the right person. Sometimes that's what it takes, right? It's so, I so got, true. It was because I did a class with Creative Live, and that got me in the right circles. And so I just met the right people. But my point of that story would be that if you want to do it, it might be a little bit of a process. And you may not get told yes, and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep trying. And when I was told no, I thought, well, you know, I need more experience to be at that level, to be at a bigger conference. So I'm going to do more of these small conferences. Um, and yeah, that's how that's how it started. At least. Yeah. I feel like sometimes when we're told no, it's important to remember it's just not yet. It's yeah. not no. It's just maybe not right at the moment. But, but something you said, sometimes it does take... Not that I think it's all who you know. Like, you had... Like, you, you did the work behind the scenes. Yes. You had a successful business. I think that's really important, too. They have to see that you have a successful business, that you're walking the walk and yeah. not just talking the talk. I always say to students, you can't rush your come up. And we all want to. Most of us really want to. But you really can't rush your come up. You have to be, just like you said, like you can't be teaching about photo business and photography if your business isn't sustainable, profitable, repeatable. You shouldn't be teaching about lighting if you aren't an expert at lighting. And I just was getting there, you know, I was, yeah. and, and that's the nice thing about, I feel, I respect the people who run WPPI because they do vet their speakers really well. And I really probably wasn't ready yet in that time. Yeah. So. Yeah. The other thing too, that you mentioned is that whole networking piece. Not that it's not just all who you know. Like you have no, to have, you know, the kind of resume behind it. But sometimes meeting that one person and having a connection with them, they're going to remember you. Yes. So when they see your application come in again. 100%. And that's like one of the, this right now, this experience of being on the show floor is one of the most important parts of WPPI or of yeah. any conference where you might get introduced to or have a conversation with somebody who says, I believe in you. I'm going to tell this person that I believe in you and that I trust you because they're, you know, their applications that are coming in for the spots are a lot, you know, many, yeah. many. And, um, it's, they're, it, you know, sometimes they just, they, they don't know that you're trustworthy. They don't know that you should be, right. you know, the next speaker. So, And the other thing too is like, you might know that you have amazing content and things to offer to an audience, but if you don't tell, tell people that we might not know, like for example, Sue, Sue was like, I got this message from someone saying, I've been trying to get in to be on the portrait masters platform, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she, he never told us what he wanted, what value was he going to give to our members? Like, what was he going to teach? Yeah. Like, he didn't even mention that whatsoever. We're just like, how are we supposed to know? Make it easy for people 
that yes. we don't have to go researching you. Tell us what you've got for us. Such and good then, advice. Yeah, yeah. So. Such good advice. Yeah, and also, um, you know, approaching with an actual system or a method or something that you're going to be able to teach that's yeah. going to be really beneficial for somebody because... I mean, inspiration is important, but you have to, you can't just inspire. You have to actually be able to teach people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, I know you already had two talks today, right? Yes, I had a, a main talk and then a shooting demonstration on the Canon stage. Right, you, you mentioned that, because you often photograph families and babies, and you mentioned that during your demo, the baby was not cooperating. Who was like, there? this is real life. You know, yeah. and this happens. Like, how did you cope with the fact that you're doing a demo in front of all these students and the baby's just like, no, not I today. jumped out of a plane and, and I <laughs> built the parachute on the way down today. It was insane. Um, yeah, I went, so <laughs> this baby, by the way, I flew this family here because I know this baby and I photograph her a lot and I know that she's a reliable baby. Well, turns out no baby's reliable. I learned that today. <laughs> so they got on stage and she well she wanted to nurse and, and we can't do that on the Canon stage I actually normally would photograph a baby breastfeeding but that's not allowed I get it on the Canon stage so um, it's not no, no nudity. Oh, because it's nudity. Yeah, no nudity. Whatever. Okay. I know. That's, that's not, we don't have to get into that. But she was, the baby was a little fussy and, um, and, it, and getting like more and more angry. And I was thinking, I can't waste, I only have a 45 minute slot here. I can't waste this time. So I was like, let's give her a break. She walked off and I was thinking, you know, like that, that anxiety feeling that like goes over your head, you know, I was <laughs> yes. like, what am I going to do? And then I was like, I'm going to pose the audience. And I turned around and I was like, you, 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 I'm going to make you into a family. And it ended up being really fun. It was, um, I have never done that before. I learned today that my poses are actually pretty reliable, seeing as I could make oh, people. Oh, that's so awesome. I mean, I knew it, but not to, but you know, you always doubt yourself. Even at the stage that I'm at, I doubt myself. But knowing that yeah. I could take strangers and make them look like a family, it ended up being really fun. And I guess it was the, you know, that lesson of like, you got to just go with the flow because you cannot control everything. Totally. <laughs> Even during sessions, it's like, you just kind of have to be prepared yeah. to be flexible. I can think of sessions where I'm like, okay, this is not going well. Yeah. Especially yeah. with kids, Especially which is why kids. I don't like photographing kids. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, that doesn't happen to me very often. Like that baby being, well, if, if we were in a real life situation, she could have breastfed her. We would have had more right. time. It would yeah. have been, we would have worked it out, but I had 45 minutes to do what they wanted me to do and I needed to do it then. So that I had to think outside the box. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I know people can hear your whole episode on the portrait system, but where can people find you online? I know you have some great education. Yeah, so I'm, well, I'm also hosting the WPPI podcast now, so you can hear me there, oh, which that's is right. fun. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's yes. a new thing. Um, but you can find me on Instagram, Elena S. Blair underscore photography, and um, elenasblair.com is my education site. I got lots of free resources there. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, I'll Nikki. see you later. Angie Witten, get up here. How are you, my love? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Okay, introduce yourself. Tell people where you live. And you and, and Angie also has an episode on the portrait system, so you can hear her whole story as well. But just give everyone a, the cliff notes about your business. Uh, I'm Angie Witten. I own Harmony Photography near Seattle, Washington. We're actually very close to each other, Elena and I. Oh, awesome. uh, I'm in a city called Puyallup, which you're familiar with. Very but, familiar. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. I love how this whole scheme, like your hair is turquoise, you have the turquoise shirt it's like on. The it's like the shirts were made to match my hair. I know. <laughs> I love it. It looks beautiful Thank in you. your eyes, too. Thank you. Okay, so 
you are a huge part of our Portrait Masters, Portrait System, WPPI community. And we appreciate you very much. I and your positive you energy. Thank you. Angie is the best like attendee and not only does she you know help out and volunteer and work and everything but she supports our, us as speakers so amazingly and do you ever want to be a speaker one day absolutely I can see you doing that absolutely I can yeah. see me doing that yeah okay I talk to that. us about WPPI and how long have you been coming here and what has your experience been I love it here this is my second year I'm new I'm new to this I've been a portrait system portrait master's person for years. Okay. This is my second year. So my question for you then is for people who, you know, kind of want to like maybe volunteer or maybe be part of, you know, the behind the scenes, like you do a ton within the portrait system with Kevin Conde and, you know, how does someone kind of get to be this like mentor status or just, you know, like Helping out, admin, whatever. How'd you get there? So I think a lot of it is the mindset that you're coming into it with. So I didn't set out to, I want to become a mentor. I want to become an educator. It was, I was on the student side first, right? So I came as an attendee to Portrait Masters and what can I learn? And then this community brought me up to where I am, right? So then I got to the point where I was like, I want to help the next people in line. I'm not that far ahead, right? Like three years ago, I was telling somebody this the other day, three years ago, I had a Christmas special for $199. You got a 30-minute session, five backdrops, five digitals, 50 foil line cards. That was three Christmases ago. Wow. Now I have a 2650 average. It's amazing. $2,650. Yes. I finally started listening to Sue and implementing it. I mean, I listen to her all the time. But um, I think coming at it from the heart of how can I help the community instead of I want to be a mentor... And going into the groups and answering the questions and being positive, share the victories and the fears and the obstacles. And then how did you get through them? Right. Right. I think that's really important is going in with the intention of helping people. So I noticed that about you. And this is why we were like, we want Angie to be like admin and part of it because you would comment in a really genuine like authentic way to people or if you didn't know the answer to something you might tag someone who did know the answer and just going in and being part of the group and the community as just someone who's authentically wants to give every people notice that not just like someone who can elevate you but the the rest of the community notices that and people just end up falling in love with you Thank you. And yeah. you know how much I love you. We have very similar, um, the Wealth Dynamics profile. We're both supporter stars. That makes sense, yeah. right? Like, we get each other. So, yeah. And I think that you come from the same place. Yeah. Like, you come from authentically listening to people. You actually stop and pay attention. You check in with people, and there's nobody that can't approach you. And that's what I love about you. Oh, and thank I want to have This is that- not supposed to be a little love fest here between <laughs> me and Angie. Okay, we do have a love fest, though. We do but, love each other. Right, but people, and the reason I wanted to ask these questions to Elena and now to you is because people often ask, like, hey, how do I become a mentor? Or how do I become an admin? Or how do I kind of, you know, yeah, you have just to be walk, more involved? You walk the walk. So, to be a mentor implies that you're helping people, you're coaching them. So in order to be a mentor, you have to help people and coach them. 
And then somebody along the way might notice, like, hey, she's pretty good at that. We should have her do that. Yeah, And that's totally. what happened to me. So totally. now I'm running the um, On the Hook with Kevin Conde and myself. Uh, it's a subgroup of the Portrait so System. So fun, yeah. So it's an accountability group within Portrait System. We have our own Facebook group. Everybody is welcome that is a Portrait System member. We have two Zooms a, w- a week. One is Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. One is uh, Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific. Anybody can show up and you can share. It's like a smaller, safe place to be like, hey, I don't understand how to do this. Can somebody help? And it's not just Kevin and myself answering. It's like some, like we had a question a couple weeks ago about color profiles. And I was like, anybody on the Zoom call know about color profiles? And we had somebody there. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you. It's nice to have that safe space to go. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, within three years, you went from $199 to a $2,650 average. And I know you talk you know, the whole story in your, in your own episode, but what do you think are like the three key main factors that helped you to make that jump? First of all, is getting systems and processes in place, creating workflows within my CRM. That saves me so much time and bandwidth mentally. Having that set up, knowing that I'm coming across professionally, that my clients are educated, they know what the next step is. Getting those systems and processes set up, getting a proper website built. Yeah. So I was doing like the do it do it yourself thing. Yeah. And then I realized like people hire us at a higher ticket because we know what we're doing because we're good at it. Right, so I found somebody who's really good at it, yeah. and I went from like page ten to like, good luck getting number one near me. Nice, like, that's so awesome. And then just networking. I'm a really big networker, just like yourself. I love people. I'm obsessed with people, yep. and I just I make it a game. Every person I meet, how am I going to let them know I'm a photographer, without being salesy? Yes, right. Yes. I just drop in there. Like, I drop this in organically. Exactly. Yeah. My husband thinks it's like a puzzle piece for me. Like, oh, how's she going to work it in here? We're at a, <laughs> we're at a hockey Christmas party, and I'm like, oh yeah, so I was doing a session last week, and he's like, she did it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I but love that. then they'll just let you know if they need a photographer. So I don't yeah. say like, hey, do you know anybody who's pregnant or engaged? And I have a studio. I just say, oh yeah, I did a session last week. I'm a photographer. Blah blah blah. They'll let you know if they need you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. Where can people find you online? My website is myharmonyphotography.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm actually running the Instagram for WPPI this week. Oh, great. Which is super fun. I'm having a great time doing you that. You are on it. I put. I made. I shared a story last night, and I think you shared it to WPPI by the morning, by the time I woke up. Yeah, yeah. And Ella, I know you went to bed earlier than yeah, I did. Ella <laughs> is also doing it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, yeah, My Harmony Photography on Instagram um, and online. Fantastic. Thank you. I love you so much. Thank you. I Appreciate love you. you. I'll see you later. Hi. I'm Nikki. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice I'm meet Joe. Joe. I, yeah. I didn't really s- introduce myself earlier, by the way. I'm Nikki Klosser. I shouldn't assume that everyone knows. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, I have a really long name. Oh, and you go by I Joe. Just go by Joe. Okay. Yes. All right. Do you want to introduce yourself and yeah. just tell us where you live, what you shoot, sure. and your full name? Sure. Yeah. Um, my name, my first name is Jotes now. My last name is Bhameripati. It's a mouthful, so I go by Joe. And um, I'm from California, I live in Sacramento, California. And I mostly shoot uh, families, kids, editorial, magazines, and some brands. Awesome. Um, Are you yeah. here as an attendee? Are you speaking? As a speaker. As a speaker. Okay, yeah. tell so us this about is, that. Yeah, so this is my third time speaking at WPPI. Awesome. And I'm always nervous. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how many times I'm here, I'm still always nervous. So I just had a photo walk yesterday. My speciality or whatever, if I can call that, is more to do with how to incorporate creativity into your work. Nice. Um, so my photo walk was based on that. It was all about 
creative photography anywhere, anytime, and um, especially in a saturated market where we live, I think it's important to kind of uh, figure out your voice, your style, and implement some things that is really you in your work. Yeah, I, I know you, you did your photo walk and everything, but if you, if you could kind of just maybe pick one or two things that might help people implement some creativity, yeah. what, what would you say? Um, so my biggest thing is, I mean, I know we're at a trade show here. There's so many people selling so many things, but try to look at your gear or whatever you have, like what, what equipment you have that you can make the most out of it. So, you know, lights and all of that, that's great. But I started off as a natural light photographer and I incorporated OCF of the later part of my career. So I think like just using what you have first and stretching that to the maximum. And even that could be like maybe a 50 millimeter lens, just use it up till you know that piece of equipment inside out. So that's just been something that, you know, that I really preach. And I think you can really get creative just with the gear or, you know, whatever you have in your home even. Yes, agreed. So. I am all about being simple and efficient. Yeah. It's yeah. so important, especially if you're just starting out and you don't have the budget for the gear. Right, Or exactly. you don't know how to use yeah. the gear that you do have yet. Like, yeah. simple and efficient does not have to mean boring Absolutely or, not. you know. No. Yeah. So this, um, I teach a workshop with uh, Click Photo School. It's actually all about embracing imperfection. And the number one thing I tell people, like, you know, just something as simple as, like, there's a bubble wrap that I use in almost all my portrait shoots, for example. Bubble um, wrap. A bubble wrap. Yeah. Like, all the packages that you get from Amazon, yeah. I take the bubble wrap and I save it, and my husband thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> but I literally just use a bubble wrap, tear a hole, and it's a tip. Just put it on your lens, and you get some dreamy portraits. You just out shoot of it. through it. I just shoot through it. So just don't forget to tear it. So smart. Melon, just a l- little bit in the middle, and it just gets some really dreamy uh, feel. It almost feels like you're using like a tilt shift lens yeah. has a feel to it. Oh, so. I'm excited. I need yeah. to see more of your work. I'd love to have you come <laughs> sure. on as a guest. That'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah, would love yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know if you know the Portrait System podcast. I do, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, we do. You know, I, I interview anyone listening if you don't know I interview portrait photographers from all over the world and just strategies like that okay. that it's so simple like yeah. bubble wrap who would have thought exactly yeah, like, what else do you have up your sleeve this could I have be good. quite a bit like that up my sleeve actually um, I mean just kind of like going back to the basics is what I yes. really emphasize on and then get creative from that and then really being intentional with your work mm-hmm. you know what are you trying to shoot and why like you know if someone else is you know trying to pose that like, why are they trying to pose that person in a certain way? So just taking a step back sometimes, like watching, like observation, like looking around, looking at your space, looking at the people, just paying attention, really. Yeah, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It seems like sometimes, and I remember be- feeling like this when I first started out, I felt like I always, like I just couldn't stop and take a breath and figure yeah. things out, or the client would think that I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. where if you're kind of stuck and you're not sure what to do next, like, it's okay to stop yeah. and say, exactly. tell them, why don't you take a water break? I'm going to look at my design notes while yeah. you pull a Pinterest or what, <laughs> whatever yeah. it is, you know, just oh, to take absolutely. a break. Because yeah. Yeah. I feel like many times, you know, like photo walks or whatever I've taught, people just take their cameras and then just start shooting. Yes. And I'm like, just keep your camera away. And they're like, what? But we are here to shoot. 
I get it, but take put your cameras away. Let's just look at where we are. Like, look at the light, look at the lines, look at the person. Just, yes. you know, like at least a minute. It doesn't have to be a whole lot of time. But like just that one minute of like just taking everything in yep. is okay. It doesn't, it actually makes you feel more professional rather. Yeah. You know? Oh, absolutely. So. Roberto Valenzuela talks about that too, how he tells his clients, listen, I want to get this light right. So just yeah. give me a minute. Yeah. You know, exactly. I want to make you look your best. Yeah. That doesn't mean we're less professional because we're working it out. Like right. they're going to be like, oh, sweet. Good. Make me look good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So Tell us where we can find you online. You have, do you have education? Yeah, like, I give do. us all that. Yeah. Info. So, uh, my Instagram handle is MBM Photographs. That's all one word. MBM. MBM. M as in Mary. I'm just so used to spelling out things just with my long name. Oh, I feel But M as in Mary. B. Use your full name. MBM Photographs. And right now, actually, I'm I teach mostly with Click Photo School. Um, and uh, I have a four-week workshop. It's called The Imperfectionist. So it's all about the four weeks we cover how to embrace the imperfectionist inside you. Awesome. And letting go of perfection. Actually, tomorrow, I think it's right here, I have a talk um, on Stop Chasing Perfection. Great. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, thanks, yeah, Joe. It was thank so nice you. to meet you. Same here. <laughs> Hello, Miss Emily Drew. How, How are you? How are you? I'm so good. You're looking you? fabulous in red. <laughs> thank you trying to pull it off. <laughs> Emily also has her own episode on the portrait system. <laughs> so you can hear so her whole story as well. <laughs> but why don't you tell people just if they, for people who don't know you, what do you shoot? Where do you live? Give us the goods. Okay. Um, I'm primarily a fine art portrait photographer, luxury portraits. Uh, but my favorite is more story-based fine art images. I'm obsessed with competitions competition work, personal work, because uh, I'm sure work and kind of going that route with my imagery along with my normal client portrait work. Um, I'm in Utah is where I'm from. So, yep. So Emily has, uh, you've won countless awards in the Portrait Masters, WPPI. Have you entered any other? That's mostly what I've entered. I'm okay. actually headed to London on Monday to Ooh. try a new competition over there. That's exciting. <laughs> Very cool. Did you enter this current round of the Portrait Masters? I did. I actually only got one in. Oh, you I was so one. sad. But I entered, yes. I'm excited. Well, to the see thing is with Emily's work, though, it's not like, you know, like when I, I do a, a photo shoot for my clients, I've got 30 that I love. I might take 60 to 100. I've got 30 that I really love that I show them where you put some serious time, energy, effort, like preciseness to all of your work, like composite wise and Photoshop wise, like just all of it conceptually. So yeah. I feel like you have only getting one in means you probably just put in a lot of work. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. It was like 20 hours maybe. So wow. we'll see. I might, sometimes I feel like I might overdo it a little. <laughs> Is it a new concept? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a new, okay, maybe not I mean, 20 hours on that you. one, but yeah. Because I feel like half of what I do, especially my competition work, it's only maybe half is what I get out of the camera. And the other half is kind of my pre-conceptual ideas and then my post work. Right. It's layers and layers and layers of making it look more like a old master's painting. And that just takes, it just takes time to bring out all those details and to, you know, add in elements if I'm compositing it in or... It's a whole process. Yeah, and I know you talk more about that process during your full episode, but if you could just give 
one or two tips to people who are really looking to elevate their post-processing to bring in a, you know, make it a certain look, like you said, painting or whatever, what would you say? Well, there's, there's a few things that go into that. So first, really think about what the story you're trying to tell someone. So it's not just about a, a beautiful image of someone. Right. It's what is this saying? Right. And that's going to elevate to get those higher awards, it's, right? It's interesting yeah. you say that because sometimes when we're judging, we'll look at an image and we can, we just can't quite put our fingers on the story. Like if they had brought in one more element to really tell it, then that might have leveled it up. And, and I encourage people, ask anyone else that's not a photographer, like, hey, can you tell me what the story is here in this image? And if they can't tell you, your job's not done yet. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely like thinking through um, maybe even what could be better than this when you're shooting it or even in post work. You can always go photograph other elements and composite them in if you need to to continue to tell the story if you didn't get it all in camera. Right. So all of those pieces for sure. But then in editing, I really love look at it from different angles. Turn it upside down. Um, Look at the different lines of where your eye is going check your highlights because your eye always goes to the highlight. That's a areas. big one for yeah. highlights. Because if your eye is going to like this side corner out of the image and not to your subject's face yep. or to where you want to leave the eye, it's going to draw you right out. That's so. feedback that we give quite a bit is watch the highlights. Either the light is too harsh or they just needed to soften the highlight a little bit or just, you know, in, in retouching or whatever. But that's a big one, the highlights. Yeah. And like, take some time away from it too. Like sometimes I've, I fall, I still fall into this all the time is that I'm spending so much time in the image and I don't take a step back, take a break from it. And then you can, you can overdo it. You can stop seeing things the yeah. same way. Yeah. Maybe let other people look at it before you enter. So like, important to shift some. I of feel like elements. it's kind of like that with a lot of things with our website. Like even my talk that I'm doing tomorrow, I finished the keynote and then I went back <laughs> and I re looked at it again and I left it alone, and I came back to it again. You know, it's it's just, I feel like taking that time away helps us really to just level up and, and get out, whether it's what we're going to say or what we're going to create. Yeah. It help, helps us get it out better, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. What are, you, what are your plans? Like, what? where do you see yourself going from here? Oh, I have so many plans, Nikki. <laughs> well, I'm just starting to shift into, I just started mentoring. Nice. So that's been really scary, but really fun, validating um, to know that what I've learned on my journey can be used to help other people. Yeah. That's been really fun. I'm definitely interested in starting to speak and teach more, do workshops, things like that. For myself and my work, I really want to have my own galleries and books oh nice start shooting all over the world doing some like more elaborate concepts I've got I've got some big plans so (laughs) I can't wait to see it all thank you (laughs) and tell people where they can find you online um Emily Pearl photography like the gem p-e-r-l dot com is my website and on all social media platforms so thank you I'll see you later thank you so much Nikki okay thank you (laughs) hi those are some fabulous glasses right thank you welcome I'm Nikki. I'm Christine. Christine, nice to meet you. Tell everybody your first and last name and your business name and where you're from, what you shoot. I am Christine Tremolay. I was a wedding and boudoir photographer for many years in Houston, Texas. I now am a part of the marketing team for Imagine Software. Oh, interesting. Tell us about it. So Imagine does AI 
editing and culling for professional photographers. So you have gone to your event, you have all of these images, you come home, and I don't know about you, um, it, doing all the editing takes time, but then it also takes me at least a week to get motivated to get started. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I like to actually factor that time in how long it takes. So giving people a way to... What we've done is you can create your own personal AI profile based on 3,000 or more edits that you've done in Lightroom Classic. You import your Lightroom Classic catalogs. You teach our software your editing How style. To, like, wait, let me get this straight. It edits the photos for you? Uh-huh. So you're not just talking about it culling the, edit, the photos for no, you. You're talking about it editing the photo for your you. photos for you. Stop so you, it. So to train Sorry, that was it... So to train it, you would use catalogs that you've already done, right. things you've already delivered, and bring in up to 3,000 or more images to create your own personal AI profile, but it gets better. Maybe if you're a newer photographer or you photograph a one-off event where maybe you want a different look or maybe you just want to experiment, we've also worked with 15 different Industry leaders, such as Susan Stripling, Michelle Harris, John Branch, Sarah Edmonds, all of these people who are also amazing, incredible photographers, and we have developed talent AI profiles with them. Wow. So if you don't want to create your own personal profile, you can choose to use one of the talent profiles. And I have heard back from so many people, they're like, oh, I don't think it's going to work for me. My editing style is really unique. And they tend to call me the next day and say, what just happened? Wow. That was the most incredible thing. Uh, One photographer told me that her husband said that Imagine edited more like her than she was editing. Oh, my goodness. So, Okay, so let's say I, because I have a retoucher, I do my basic color correction, crops, you know, I do my coloring, that sort of thing. But then my retoucher does my skin edits. So, she does flyaways. So we do the part that you're doing. So we would take all of that work off of your plate okay. and do that basic color corrections and so forth. Okay. However, we have also launched Subject Mask, which is going to lead to more features in the future. Okay, so the initial work that I do, Imagine does. And then I get a get it back, send it off to my retoucher. She does the rest. So I'm doing nothing. You're doing nothing. Yeah, I like that. Half, I think it's uh, half a second an image. Wow. So incredibly fast. One of our big things is we want to help people be able to focus on what they love. We want to give you your time back. We can all make more money. You can never make more time. So to give people their time back, to help people like me get over my... Um, procrastination (laughs) and analysis paralysis I think for a lot of us also though many of us in the industry as a whole are self-taught on how to edit and it's a very interesting experience the first time to use it and go oh that's how it should have been done it's almost like helping you in that way too to help people overcome their own you know, just getting their edits out. I have a question for you and about just the evolution of your career. So I know you started as a photographer, but what advice would you have for someone who maybe wants to kind of get hired on with, you know, a vendor or like a vendor that they really love or, you know, a company they love? I think the first thing to do is to let the company know that you love them. Yeah. 
you know, if you have a, like a vendor that you love working with, let them know, tell them why you love them, Sh- share your passion for what they're doing with them. And also just keep an eye on what job openings, most companies have a job opening posted on their site. And last but not least, make connections in this industry. I, I have been coming so to WPPI important. since 2008 and have not missed a year. So I know so many people on this show floor from all sorts of different companies. So when I was ready to stop being the boss of me and to go work with someone, I had connections that I could already oh, start reaching out to. So and, awesome. And companies that I loved. Yeah. Very so. cool. Where can people find you online and Imagine? So um, my social media account's very limited because uh, Facebook decided to delete my 16-year-old no. account. No. Um, but I am on Facebook. You can find me under Christine Tremolay. My Instagram account is Reframed Success. And Imagine is I-M-A-G-E-N dot A-I on Instagram. And we're at imagine-ai.com. And we're also here at WPPI. We have a fantastic show special. Awesome. Whereas if anybody wants to try it out, we will give you $100. Ooh. So there's no cost to try it out. We will give you $100 to try it. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christine. It was thank nice you. to meet Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Hi. I love the sparkle. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Nikki. And I'm Victor. Victor, will you introduce yourself, please? Hey, and I'm Victor Hobb, uh, the Vice President of Electronic Imaging and Optical Devices at Fujifilm North America. At Fuji? Yeah. Wow. Have you always worked for Fuji? No, I've been there for about three years. Okay. What did yeah. you do before that? Uh, I've been in photo industry for the past 22 years. Okay. Yeah, so it was at Mac Group before that, and before that I was at uh, Nick Software. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Fuji. Tell us about Fuji, other than they had an amazing party last night. <laughs> Tell us about Fuji and, and, you know, just the best things about it. So I think Fujifilm, um, if I could say what we brought to the show was, was we brought fun and innovation. Mm. And the reason we got so excited to be here is because we feel that our native integration for Frame.io for XH2 and XH2S really can impact wedding photographers, their workflows, how much they're they're spending time on moving files around and, and, and passing them along. So we've partnered with Frame.io, with Imagine AI, with SmugMug, with Skyloom to really demonstrate what it would look like if you could make an image on your camera, have it automatically get to the cloud, and then have all of the automations kick in so that while you're still working, by the time you're done, a gallery is made and it's shoppable for for whomever wants you want to send that gallery out to. Like this is like next level. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I think it's um it, it's it's it, it's turning a quarter for sure, right? Yeah. It's giving photographers who can envision the workflow and envision the benefits of that workflow. It's giving them the opportunity to 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 get to the business of delivering images sooner. Right. Right? Okay. So, yeah. so Victor, if you think back to film days uh-huh. and when people were like, oh, we're going to do this digital where it's instant and you can see it on your camera, where people were probably like, right. and I almost feel like this is one of those like that we still can't quite wrap our brains around. I mean, am I crazy here? Yeah. So I, I think the, the explaining it is one thing. And then when we finally show it to people, that's where the dots start to connect because it is a little bit out of reach because I think the, the, the thing that we're also used to is how digital photography workflows are, 
right? We know what to do with the files, we know what they're doing, we know how to handle them. But I think when you say that the images are going to the cloud, and that there's automations that handle the files, and they're only going to get better. There's going to be automated culling. There's going to be automated straightening. Right. There already is automated uh, image adjustment, right? And all of that starts to fall into place really, really quickly the minute you have a camera that you can just get the file. If you actually go down over by the, the photo bays, there's a bay with some products on it. You can make a picture of these products. They're on white, and Skyloom's automation removes the background automatically. So think of the, the benefits for e-commerce. Think of the oh benefits for design. That totally. No Even my personal branding clients who are like, can you just remove the background? And I'm like, ugh. Right. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's working. It's live. It's, it, we're showing it now. It's cr incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Very cool. Yeah. So I asked this question to Christine before. I think a lot of people, well, I guess it wasn't the same question, but a lot of people are interested in being, you know, part of a company or like brand ambassador or, sure. you know, how would someone like pique Fuji's interest if they're, you know, if they're really interested in being involved with Fuji? So we have a number Fuji of... Fujifilm, sorry. I keep just saying Fuji. Fujifilm. Okay. Thanks for correcting that. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's My okay. bad. Yeah. It's okay. I, I think that um, th we have a number of different ways that our fans can get involved in something like Fujifilm. And the f first way is if you go to our website and you look at the uh, ex-photographer creator links, there there will be a link to, to click on that that is about joining or you know submitting applications. So we do have that program for those that really want to travel down those roads. We also have a way to ha have anyone who wants to submit an image so that we can repost it for them. You know we have that as well, um, and that's that's. Uh, on our website, it's like uh, build your, uh, FujifilmBuildYourLegacy.com. There's also, I, I think, other opportunities because we have staff that are always out. And so if you get the attention of our local staff and you get the attention of a local dealer, you know, I think there's, there's a, a community, a really vibrant community of Fujifilm users across the country. And we've done a really deliberate and purposeful you know, job of trying to make sure that we are um, reaching into the community and reflecting their needs and their wants and finding ways to, to elevate work from, from people that use our products. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's, that's another way, you know? So it, it's, it's kind of multifaceted. Awesome. Also, you can all just go to fujifilm.com and look at the av available jobs. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Christine said the same thing with Imagine. Yeah. All right, awesome. Um, where can people find either you personally online or Fujifilm? So you can find Fujifilm at fujifilmx underscore us, like Sam. Um, we're on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram with that handle. If you enjoy snarkiness, our Twitter account is rat Ratchet. It's fun. What is it? If you enjoy, if you enjoy like snarky, like like, like a like a like a you know a little bit irreverent, funny tone. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, awesome. Our Twitter account is amazing. Yep. Oh, uh, snarkiness. Okay, sorry. I'm actually hearing impaired, and I can't wear my hearing aids because of the oh, noise. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, snarkiness. Yes, I love snarkiness. This is good. Yeah, <laughs> the, we, uh, the, the the team that runs our social media, they got good snark. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and then. Um, you could find me if you want to. It's a, I'm, I'm not a prolific uh, social media person, uh, but you could find me at ha.tographer right. uh, on Instagram, probably. And then, um, yeah, I think that's, that's it. Awesome. Thanks, Victor. Cool. Sweet. Nice see to ya. meet you. Likewise. I'll see you around, I'm sure. Okay, bye. <laughs> Matthew. Hi. This is, I have Matthew Jordan Smith here. 
The last time we were together, we were on a boat in Venice. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that great? Good times, good times. Great times, great, great times. Welcome back to the States. It's good being here. Got in last night. Yeah, awesome. This I'm is this awake? is not your first rodeo here not at, at WPPR. Not at all. But it feels good to be back and see people in person again. Yeah. And Victor was great. Victor, <laughs> what's up, stranger? <laughs> all right. Have you spoken yet? Are you speaking? Give us the goods. I've spoken twice already at the Nikon booth, and I'm speaking today at the Grand Ballroom at 4, 4 to oh, 5.30. Awesome. Today? Today. Wonderful. Grand what are you talking about? BC. I'm talking about things that every photographer needs to talk about that we never talk about. Mm, what's that? I'm not going to give it away yet. Just come and oh. see because it's, it's, it's really <laughs> what every photographer absolutely needs to hear. Fantastic. Okay, so Matthew also has a full episode on the portrait system, so you can hear his whole story. He shares everything. Yes. Since the last, like, that was probably like a year ago, I think, maybe yeah, longer. Yeah, that yeah. I feel like time is flying. It might even be a year and a half. What has changed since then for you, if anything? Oh, my God, a lot has changed since then. Um, geez, where do I start? Well, Japan's finally open again, so it's easy to travel, finally, for me. I can come uh, in and out. For those who don't know, I'm, I'm based in Tokyo. Yep. It was hard getting around on the pandemic. Yeah. It was so hard coming in and out. But now it's open finally, and I can now zip around like I was in like 2019. Yeah. Um, I have a big show coming up in, in Tokyo in two weeks. Tell us about it. Like, what do you mean show? Uh, an exhibit. So exhibit. I have, uh, I'm doing a book right now uh, on Kickstarter. It's called Aretha Cool. I shot Aretha for the last 13 years of her career. Amazing. And I have an exhibit coming, opening on uh, the day that would have been her 81st birthday, on, which is uh, March 25th. And it opens at the Blue Note in Tokyo. Wow. It'll be up for a week. And I get the chance to actually invite every client who I've never shot for, who I want to shoot for, to the opening. Because the Blue Note is a really big deal. So Yeah, very cool. For people who might be interested in doing some sort of gallery or, you know, show or opening, do you have advice for how to... I mean, it seems like it would be a lot yes, of work. Yes, I do. But yes, yeah. I do. Um, first step is put together a PDF of your images. PDF? A PDF of your favorite images. Okay. And pitch the idea to different spaces. Not only galleries, but to different spaces. Like, I pitched the idea... The Blue Note, because I thought it would be the perfect idea for having a big show based on pictures of Aretha Franklin to that audience, because that is the audience that knows her work. Right. So I pitched them about the idea about doing a show just on her birthday, March 25th. They came back to me and said, we love that idea, but, there's always a but, so we want to do it instead for not just one day, but for the entire week. Will, the space is on us. We'll also bring in a different DJ each day to play her music for the entire week. All you've got to do is supply the prints. Wow. Very so cool. So it opens up doors. So it doesn't stop there. They're doing all their press to their, to their email list. So there's a big restaurant in Tokyo called Soul Food House. Who saw, heard about it, and said, oh, after that show's over, can you have a show here? Wow. So on April 1st, the day after the show closes at the Blue Note, I have another show going into Soul Food House. Awesome. Now, 
always, you know, sometimes it goes back to, yes, we can do what we love and, and galleries sound, you know, so amazing, but how do you monetize something like that? You can sell the prints at your show. Awesome. And you can sell limited editions of those images. Yeah. Which is exactly what I'm doing. Do you number them or like how do you, okay. Signed, numbered, just like, all that. yeah, yeah. Very cool. I feel like, I mean, I know as photographers we're artists, but this is just like another level of artistry where absolutely your your work is going to hang on people's walls yeah like, and make you should make it limited I'm doing like a, a, a small run of 10 that's it yeah and then I'll never print those images again so. right oh, and I should clarify like our work does hang on the walls if you took the pictures of those clients but when you're when it's not the clients and your work is on their walls that's like that's really cool I'm excited you. for you that's awesome it's, it's scary it's scary but uh, it's a wonderful journey at the same time yeah and Aretha's probably like just so happy smiling down on you I hope so <laughs> I hope so I'm really really happy for those who are hearing this you can just go to arethacool.com that'll take you right to the Kickstarter page it ends on the end of this month March 31st is when it ends actually okay. March 30th in the States it Say the website again I don't know if it was just me That couldn't Aretha hear it ArethaCool.com C-O-O-L Okay That's what Aretha I ArethaCool cool. I can't wait to check that out Awesome Please do Alright Well thank you Matthew Thank you for I'll see time you next for me. time Thank you yeah. and, and Matthew's talk is Today at 4 o'clock Grand Ballroom Yes and 4 to 5.30 Grand Ballroom Grand Ballroom BC Okay one more question What is your website Instagram Where can people find you Oh Website MatthewJordanSmith.com Instagram Where I'm there Every single day Under Matthew Jordan Smith Awesome Thank you again Thank you Thank you Thank you I'll see you next time I'll see you later I'm sure <laughs> Hi there How are you Hi I'm doing well How are you I'm good I'm Nikki I'm Anya That's a pretty name Thank you I'm with Bay Photo. Oh, nice. What's your last name? My last name is Thrash. What a Anya great Thrash. name. <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell us about Bay Photo. All right. Well, Bay Photo's been in business for about uh, close to 50 years. We're closing oh, wow. on in on that. And I was actually trying to think back, and I think that personally, this is about my 16th or 17th WBBI. Oh, nice. That I've been to. So we've this been is around. not your first rodeo either. No, no. <laughs> we have seen some changes, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think the first one I went to was at Bally's, and then yeah, oh, okay. since, since then yep. we've been a bunch of places. But yeah. yeah, it's always one of our favorites for sure. <laughs> what are the products that like really speak to you from Bay Photo that you think people might want to hear about? Well, you know, one of them that I feel like is really just, you don't believe it until you see it, are these fine art deckled edge prints that we're doing deckled right now. Deckled edge? Deckled edge. So somebody actually goes and we, we print on the highest quality uh, fine art paper, and we actually have people go in, <clears throat> excuse me, and hand tear the edges oh, of wow. these. So you get this beautiful deckle, and then you can get them in a float mount frame so that there's this dimension there. And it, it just is a, like a remarkable really just high quality fine art way to display your images and so, you have it you have it here we so have those can here feel it. yeah they yeah. can see that yeah and that, that's really exciting we've always been known for our metal prints so a lot of people go to us for that and um we do you know really lead the industry in that but the uh i guess the other thing that we have is our our software that we're excited to show people here okay so what you is can, that you can go online and you can actually build your own wall uh, previews and things so oh, you can show nice. them to your clients nice and you know sell those prints yeah, sell more very prints very cool that's yeah that, I think that's something that's definitely needed 
like with it, like to be able to design and order, design in that way and order the prints from the same company. That's yeah. Okay, and I kind of feel I don't know if anyone else does that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I mean, maybe a handful, but yeah, we really try to make it as easy as possible for you to like That's just awesome. use the software to sell it to your clients just like that. Because you know, we know it's not easy to develop, <laughs> but right, you right. know, we've managed to solve that. So you know, we just like to help our photographers however we can. How did you get started with Bay Photo? Gosh, I, I mean, I started right after digital was starting to become a thing, before you could actually even print a decent photo from a digital camera. And um, I actually, you know, just came on as a contractor for them. I heard that the owner needed a little help with an ad or two and maybe, you know, some website stuff. So I came in, I did a few projects. He was like, okay, that's pretty good. And then uh, the rest was kind of history. I mean, at that time, you know, we were in this little building in, in Santa Cruz, California. And, you know, we, we just kind of went for it, you know. We were very passionate about what we do. We have an amazing core team of people who are really, really, really just in tune with photography and making great product. And, yeah. you know, oh. we've gone on that. <laughs> I mean, I know you've been here 16, 17 years. How does this show feel this year, like energy-wise and just overall? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it feels like the, the footprint is smaller, but the energy is there. You know, we've had this suspicion that people are just hungry to get back out there in yeah. the world. And yeah. um, it's. <clears throat> I think it's confirming that. I mean... There's, we've definitely talked to a lot of people today. It's great, you know, new people getting into the industry, people that have been customers for a very long time. So, yeah, it just feels really good. You know, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying seeing people again face-to-face. -face isn't it awesome? Yeah. I love it. It's been awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Sure. Thanks for sharing. And where, either if you want to share your personal um, information where people can find you online and Bay Photo or just Bay Photo, it's up to you. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's bayphoto.com, so pretty easy. And then um, you can actually reach out anytime to support at bayphoto.com, and there's tons of us that check that email, and, you know, we can fill, send you the right person with whatever, uh, you know, query you have. Awesome. Bayphoto.com. Perfect. Well, thank right. you. Thank nice you. to meet you. You as well. <laughs> Hello. I'm Nikki. Calvin. Nice to meet you, Calvin. Are you with ZNO? I am with ZNO. Awesome. Yes. I love your books. Thank you. Yeah. What do you love about them? Um, it's easy to order and design right within the software, and it's affordable. Yes. Yes. We pride ourselves on the low prices, and we try to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. Uh, there's no. They hit yet. both of your pain points. Absolutely. Well, we can do my <laughs> pain points. I mean, you're hitting for me. Like you're taking care of my pain points. Is what I should have said. Yes, so you can upload all of your images, build your albums, do all the work you need to do without downloading anything. Yes. And that makes it really yes. easy for the photographers. I love it. I don't do a whole lot of prints these days, but when I used to, I loved using your books. And I used them all the time. Very cool. Yeah. Um, were you a photographer before working for ZNO? I was actually. Um, I am. But oh, you still I, are? Okay. I, I am a photographer, and that's kind of how I got started with the company as well. I have uh, my background's in marketing, so I have an MBA in, in business administration. Oh, sweet. Focus in marketing. Yeah. And so I applied for the job because I thought it was pretty cool. Marketing guy. I love doing social events like this, for example, and I like to take pictures. And so awesome. I was perfect fit. Did you find that, okay, this is a random question. Did you find that having an MBA helped you in your own business? This is just a random you know, it's interesting, actually. I had found that oh, I used to struggle in photography, actually. And although I was really good at taking pictures, my business side of it uh, fell short in a lot yeah. of ways. 
And so I found that it helped me market myself. And in doing that, I was able to build my own websites. I'm able to do my own SEO. I'm able to do my own advertising. Yeah. And that's how I can get some of my business. Yeah, very cool, awesome. Okay, so for ZNO's products, what is your favorite? What stands out? What should people be paying attention to? Uh, so my favorite product is going to be the Crystal Cover Flush Mount Album. And I like it because it's basically a beautiful glass shimmery cover. And it's the most versatile of the albums as well. So uh, while the front is crystal, the back side could be like a linen. It could be a, gen a leather, genuine leather. Awesome. And you can really choose a lot of different paper types as well. Yeah. I love, I mean, you know, obviously there are products that are different range of prices. And that's how it is in every industry with, with everything. But especially if you are looking to get those costs of goods, goods down and have a really great quality product, I mean, it's great. Yeah, I think it definitely speaks for itself. And a lot of our, the photographers that come to our booth and that order from us uh, really love seeing the new products we have coming out as well that really hold up to the same standards. Yeah. But still continue to offer the affordability aspect. Yeah, what are some of the new products? So one of the newest ones that a lot of people have been finding interesting is the pearlescence paper type. Ooh. So you can have this paper type in your albums, you can have it on prints. Awesome. I keep saying awesome, I need a new word. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> yes, it, it really is. And it's kind of like a, a glitter uh, embedded in the paper. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. And so when you're doing portraits and you're getting these images on th this paper type, yeah. it's like a nice shimmer on the skin, for example. Right, I feel like senior high school senior girls would love that. Did you have a question? Do you want to ask a question? Yeah, so it's a pearl essence, essence paper right? type. And so it's like a glitter embedded on the paper. It's very nice. It's right over there, 1519. <laughs> I want to check it out. That sounds really great. Yep, I'll be there all day. Sweet. All right, Calvin, where can we find ZNO online? And if you want to share your personal. Absolutely. So uh, we are Zeno.com. Our handles are Zeno underscore USA. Right. And my personal is Calvin Levi underscore. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Calvin Levi. Is your middle name Levi or your last name? My last name is Levi. Calvin Levi? What a great name. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, it's nice to meet you. Likewise. Thank you. I'm Thank sure you. I'll see you around. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. Hi, I'm Nikki. Nikki Dave. Dave, nice to meet you. What's your last name, Dave? Lupke. Will you uh, tell us what you do and where you live, all that good stuff? What I do and where I live. I am uh, out of San Diego, California, and I... Uh, Work with the shoot.edit, working with the new oh, customers. Perfect. Are you a photographer also? Or are you just strictly with? I was a photographer. I no longer shoot anymore. So okay. now it's just strictly with shoot.edit. It's really interesting because you are, what, like the fifth or sixth vendor who has come up and said, I was a photographer, but now I work for this great company, which I think that's important to hear about because, you know, sometimes photographers don't necessarily yeah. want to shoot, you know, clients all the time anymore. So, it's just, I like hearing about the different ways your career can kind of... Kind of morph and change yeah, and yeah, move around. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. tell us about Shoot.Edit. Uh, we provide uh, professional editing and culling for wedding photographers. Just strictly wedding photographers or portrait? Prim primarily wedding photographers, but we know wedding photographers shoot a lot of other events too, so we cover a lot of the portrait events that they shoot too. Okay, so take us through, if I'm a wedding photographer, what does that look like Yeah, for me? sure. So you will shoot the wedding, and then 
say you shoot the wedding on Saturday, Sunday you upload everything you shot to us. So everything you shot. And then we're gonna go through that and we're gonna pull out the mission critical images, we're gonna remove the blinks, the blurs, the duplicates, the distortions, and then everything that's left from that, we then take and we'll color correct to your style and make sure it looks like it was shot perfectly in camera and has your, your look and feel. And we'll do that in five days or less. So you usually five have it days. back by, by Friday. Wow, that's fantastic. Now, how do you know what my style is? Great question. We work with you in the beginning to, there's usually a lot of back and forth in the beginning. Um, we usually find it takes about two to three jobs with your feedback to kind of get your style nailed. So we end up having a, a specific editing team that's assigned to your account, or your, your studio. And then based on that feedback from those first couple of events, we will learn your style. So that way, by the time we get through that third job, we should know already how you like your couples to look before you send in the wedding. Right. Okay. Do you do any of the editing process, or this is strictly the workflow around? No, we do all the all the editing. So, oh, that, I'm sorry. Yeah. You you said that. I mean, uh, sorry. I meant retouching, like skin retouching, great, great, hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we we don't do any of the retouching. So, okay. um, what we generally find is photographers, they spend a long, lot of time culling, a lot of time editing, a lot of time just getting everything to look natural and normal, and then you still have to, on top of that, take out those mission critical. Right. Greatest hits images and really make those beautiful. We found that that stage is the part that a lot of photographers love. Yeah. And they love working on those just, you know, those, those totally. greatest hits images. Those yep. are the fun ones. Yep. All the rest of the stuff not as exciting. So we uh, take care of all the rest save of that stuff. Hours and hours of and, time. And pain and headache and, you know, things, again, things that you, you don't love doing generally. Yeah. I can think back when I was a wedding photographer and. I guess I still did this as a portrait until I really put some boundaries into... When I was portrait photographer, I had to put some boundaries in place. But I remember <laughs> nights where my husband is like, can't we just watch a movie? Like, you have your computer open, and I'm like, I have to get this wedding called. Like, my eyes are, like, crossing. Yeah. Like, yeah, it we, was... Last year, I had a, um, a customer sign up, and she was a... Um, her husband worked, and she, her, her, she was the photographer, and they had a couple of kiddos, and then... It was the same thing. She was like, every day, my husband comes home, I hand off the kiddos, and I go to work, I start answering emails, I start editing, and then on the weekends, I shoot all weekend long, and so I, I need this, I have to have this. And, um, and so signed up, she started using us, and two months later, she calls me, and she's like, hey, Dave, my husband just threw me a retirement party. And I'm like, <laughs> great, I guess? And, and she's like, no, 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 it's great, it's, it's great. It's, he said it feels like I've retired because... Now, when he comes home, we all get to hang out. Yes. Now, oh, he, it makes such a difference. He, he, I'm there. We get to all be together as a family. I answer a few emails in the evening, but now I'm not working around the clock, especially during the busy wedding season. Yeah. There's that season where you're just working around the clock. Totally. And so, yep. um, it was, yeah, it just, th those are the, the stories we, we love and when we know that, you know, you get to get to do the things you love. Now. Yeah. You're helping people, change people, like, give people their time back. Yeah. Yeah, awesome, fantastic. Where can people find um, shoot.edit online? Shoot.edit.com. So shoot.edit.com. Okay, fantastic. Thanks, Dave. Is there a show special? There is, yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, two months free trial. Oh, so great. So if, you, if you're interested in trying us out, come see us. Uh, two months free. Test us out. Give us a chance. See what you think. Now, if this podcast doesn't come out until next week, can people still? We, we will extend it. Okay. Come, 
Come, come talk to me at shoot.edit.com. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. I'll see you soon, I'm sure. <laughs> well, hello, hello. Fancy meeting you here. I know. How are you doing, Nikki? How are you, Justin? I'm well. I'm, I'm all done with all WPPI-related activities except for except for uh, portfolio review tomorrow. I think I have 10.30. I've got three appointments, so oh. I'm done. I, did, I taught my last class this morning, and uh, yesterday I did a photo walk, so Sweet. I'm here. Okay, so I know you are a photographer. I know that you were heavily in the wedding genre, and now you're not so much anymore. I'm not, so I'm actually a recently reformed wedding photographer after 10 years of shooting weddings full-time in Tucson, Arizona. And I shot maybe 250 weddings. I'm not a titan of the wedding industry in that regard, but I feel like that's a decent amount of weddings to be shooting for 10 years. Yeah. Pronounce your name, your last name. All right. My last name is Haugen, H-A-U-G-E-N. Haugen. Okay. I just want to make sure I was saying it right. Oh, I appreciate it because everyone says it wrong. It's usually everyone says Haugen. Yeah. Haugen. Okay. In high school, I was Haugen Daz. Oh my gosh. I mean, at least it's a good ice, good ice cream. Okay. So tell me how, what made you decide to kind of move away from weddings and into the commercial space. All right. I'm getting older. That's You're not it. That that's old. it. That's it. I'm 39. I turned 40 39. this okay, year. I got you by like yeah. 6 years. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, I've had my eye on an exit strategy from weddings because I feel like, uh, depending on like what market of weddings you're in, um, how well entrenched you are, like I've never been a marketing genius with weddings. I feel like I had a good referral base. I had good uh, visibility on, on Google, but I just kind of felt like my, my numbers were starting to decline and, yeah. and I was reaching my ideal bride. I was getting the kind of cool couples who wanted to have a fun experience of their wedding day and they were willing to pay uh, in the upper middle tier of wedding range. I wasn't luxury rebranded and I felt like that worked for me but I realized that to reach my financial goals in my life as I'm a recent dad that it meant having to work more weddings at right. the current rate unless I could transition into a luxury experience which I wasn't confident that I could do that I I don't know that if you look at me and I I read luxury brands so <laughs> I know my brand <laughs> it's fun let's crack some bad dad jokes and have a good time and maybe do a few shots. So that's my yeah. brand. Yeah. And that brand doesn't always pay what you think it should. So I just had an eye on a potential exit strategy and I, I really love, my roots are in uh, commercial advertorial type photography. I love editorial. Today I taught a class on editorial photography. Awesome. But I love, I love the commercial space. I love uh, working with art directors, creative directors, marketing directors, all these people who give me, uh, they give me a ceiling to work for. They tell me what my limitations are and then I know exactly where I can take things to. I'm a bit okay. of a, a mercenary for creation, so to speak. Right. And so... That's the, the space I've been sliding into, and it's also a difficult space to market to, but I, I learned that personal relationships are king in photography in any industry, mm -hmm. and luckily so I, I uh, nurtured these relationships. A former workplace is actually now, was now my biggest client at the time, and then just by dumb luck, I had a great referral land in my lap at the end of 2022, and they are now my top client. And my biggest client is now my second biggest client by a wide margin. So wow. I'm transitioning into a commercial space and I'm photographing literally rocks for a mining operation that's going to be international. Rocks. So I'm wow. photographing uh, core samples for geological survey. Say, to, say that again. You're core samples for geological survey. Wow. So that, so really that investors can see that there's viable copper in this mining location in Arizona. No way. So all this to say that 
if you're a photographer, just be ready for the journey that photography can take you on and be open-minded to wherever it's going to punch your passport ticket because you never know what you're going to find yourself in. And my values are shifting as a wedding photographer into a commercial space now because I'm a father and I want to be home with my kids on the, my kid on the weekend and Definitely. soon to be future kids. So. So yeah, so now my work is Monday through Friday, nine to five. I'm generally home in time to cook dinner and Isn't put my baby so to bed. Amazing. It's great. And this is not to discourage anyone from photographing weddings. No, no, yeah, yeah I sh- yeah. Yeah, know That's what you love. Note. I mean, we're at WPPI after all. Right. But know your know your strengths. Um, know where you slot in your market, yeah. and maybe have an eye on possibilities of an exit strategy if you think at some point your work night might not be resonating with a certain market, because now Gen Z is coming into right. the marketplace. They're the next emerging wedding market. And I, I don't know if you haven't read about it, but Gen Z apparently communicates differently and does different things. And I don't know that at, at almost 40 that I'm informed <laughs> to reach that wedding market, so you better be thinking about it. That's a really great point, Justin. Never really thought about that. No, and I'm not trying to discourage weddings either. It's just about a life. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Like, I I don't want to work on weekends, and I don't, and I haven't for many years. And some people love working on weekends, and that's great for them. So it just depends on what your lifestyle is and... It probably depends on how old your kids are. Like, if you got a baby at home, you want to be home. But once they're, like, teenagers, you're like, you know what? I could shoot some weddings. Yeah, that's very true. Like, my son wrestles. I'm not missing any of his wrestling tournaments. Hell no. So, yeah. Anyways, very cool. Okay, so what advice would you have for someone? I know you said that the relationship factor is really huge when it comes to getting into commercial and that sort of thing. But, you know, like building a new, you have to have a new portfolio and a new website and all the things. So what would be maybe just two pieces of advice you could give to someone? And I'd love to, we'll have to do a full episode and interview in here, like even more. But if you could just give two pieces of advice. Okay. Um, Outsource. Uh, I am not a marketing professional. I'm not great at it. I'm not good at branding uh, my personal brand. I know what my strengths are, but I know that I need to cover for those weaknesses. So I'm currently undergoing a rebrand and I'm partnering with a professional who is a branding professional. He creates logo work. He creates websites. And uh, we're actually partnering. So I've done some spec work for him uh, to cover some client needs of his. And we're going to do some creative work together in the future. But now I have him uh, partnered up with me to revamp my website, my entire brand. So everything's going to be completely commercial focused and more in the corporate space. I'm completely dissolving all my wedding imagery. So all that's coming off my off my uh, website and I have to rethink my social media strategy or if it's even valuable to my customers that I'm that I'm showing uh, photography on social media because a lot of my clients like one of my clients everything's under NDA I can't even show the work unless it's public uh, release yeah yep. so I work for one of my clients is a missile manufacturer oh yeah so, <laughs> yeah, so, so there's some NDA uh, you know Brady Brady from uh, Blacksmith Albums he said he said, wow, you're really getting into the dark arts here. You're <laughs> photographing uh, ore and mineral and uh, missiles and what's next, private prisons? I'm like, hey, if it pays well, maybe. I know, right? Yeah. No, I would Very never. Very cool. That's for. exciting. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I am embracing this change in my life, and I love being a father, and I just love the work that I'm doing now. It's, it's like problem solving with photography. That's everything I'm doing now is based around systems and asset management and working and collaborating with teams as an external vendor. So you really have to be on your A game. And I think that's why weddings play into the commercial skill set because I'm I'm using the same communication tools and the same way that I pro- that I problem solve with other vendors. I'm doing that now as an external vendor in a commercial space. So I think the skills translate very well. Justin, you just 
totally nailed it. And I know I sound like a broken record for anyone who listens to the podcast. I say this a lot. The skills that you acquire when you're building your your photography business and when you've been in the game and in the business for so long and all of the things you learn, if you ever decide you want to pivot in any way, shape or form, whether it's genre or becoming an educator or starting any other type of business, you already have these skills. So it makes it so much easier to pivot. It's not as, you're not starting from scratch anymore. Absolutely. I think wedding photography more than any other genre of photography prepares you to be a different photographer. You can specialize anywhere you want because you're creating diamonds out of coal under duress in high pressure situations. Uh, the most high pressure corporate job or commercial shoot that I do, it requires a lot of like forethought and planning and a lot of like renting gear and uh, getting the right team in place to help you on the day of. But there's none of the pressure that I that I feel when I shoot a wedding uh, versus oh, like so intense. Uh, versus like a very intense mother-in-law who's coming to tell you what to do. Right, I'll take that right. mother-in-law or the mother of the bride over over like a CEO who doesn't want their picture taken. I'll just I'll take that. <laughs> That's so funny. Jason Vincent really thrives under that pressure of like the light and everything. He was on on the podcast and he was just I was like I am the opposite I want my studio where everything is going to go how I want it to and like be predictable and Jason know. is the king of creating when there's nothing there yes he, he doesn't need oh. like any sense so of true. space or environment he could just give you give him a blank wall two people in a light and he'll yeah. create something like a like a painter i think i think of him as an artist i don't think 100%. of myself as an artist but he can create something from nothing whereas i'm just more of like a a toolkit like i'm using things in a toolkit and i'm placing things together to solve that a problem so much sense. i'm a problem solver but he's a artist right and he sure. did that on the portrait master stage i don't know if, if oh, anyone was at the that, portrait yeah. masters it was amazing Anyway, thanks, Justin. We will have you back. Can I, get, can I plug myself for anything? Is that oh, cool? oh, yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I, I was going to ask you that. Where can we find you online? Tell us about all the things. Okay. My my um, social media, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Photo Warlock, just like it sounds. And you can uh, check out our podcast, High ISO Podcast. Uh, we're on Anchor.fm. We're on Spotify and uh, Apple iTunes and, uh, and Apple Podcasts. So check us out, High ISO Podcast. We've got about 40 episodes, and we cover all kinds of photography topics. Uh, Rob Hall, the Godox guy, if you don't know who Rob is. Fantastic. All right. Thank you. Thanks, I'll be in Nikki. touch. Hi. Hi. I'm Nikki. I'm Janine from Janine. Stella Pro Lights. So nice to meet you, Janine. Very nice to Stella meet you. Stella Pro Lights. What's your last name? I'm, I'm in the middle of changing my last name. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We'll call you Janine. <laughs> we'll just call me Janine for now. It's good enough. Okay. What is this? You brought something. Okay. So this is our, our newest flagship light. This is the, the Reflex. And uh, this light is actually the first continuous strobe hybrid light. It is a light that can wow. be a constant light or a light that can be triggered to be a digital burst like a flash. And uh, we have a really great show special going on right now at our booth over behind Spider Holster. 40% off. And this light comes with the battery, which is a swappable battery. You can actually get extra batteries for this light, swap them out. Four optics that will allow you to control the beam angle of the light from spot to flood and the stand mount. For, wow. uh, normally would be like a $1,400 investment is now $766. Oh, so, nice. Less than half off. I shot, I shot weddings for over 15 years, and I wish I had had this light. Yeah, no it kidding. It weighs 1.7 pounds. Let me see. 
I literally buy the lightest lenses. I don't care the brand. Like, whatever lens is the lightest, that's what I get. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So and it'll save your, it'll save is, your shoulders and your elbows. <laughs> this is going to be on YouTube, and it's going to go out on our the Portrait System podcast. So for people who aren't here at the show, do they have the option of getting the special? Yes. If you couldn't make it to the show, the, the lights are on sale, actually, for 30% off on our website. And that is through April 14th. So that'll cover this show and also Shutterfest. Awesome. Okay, so 15 years, you are a wedding photographer, and you are no longer. Nope, I retired from weddings. I yeah. was in a different market. I was in uh, I was on on the East Coast in the D.C. Baltimore area. Okay, where do you live now? I live in Monterey. Oh, which is central coast of change. California. It's a big change. So, yeah. what made you decide to stop with weddings and start with Stella? Uh, I had moved to San Diego and I lived there for a few years and it was just a very oversaturated uh, wedding market and I decided to go a different direction. Awesome. And how did you learn about Stella? Like what made you attracted to that company? I planned to move to the Monterey area and I was looking for work and this company was hiring. The company's actually called Light and Motion, but the the camera brand of lights is called Stella Pro. They actually started building lights for scuba divers in the 1980s on Cannery Row. Oh, okay. And then graduated topside for bicycle lights, for bicyclists to be seen and see. And then about eight years ago, they got into the camera light industry, all in the form factor of rugged and weatherproof lights and high portability. That explains why at our pool party at the Portrait Masters every year, there's usually a Stella Pro light in the pool somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're fabulous lights, and they're not the brightest lights in the world, but for the size that they are and the portability and the ruggedness, it's all that you need. And yeah. they're easy to power on and off and, and control the light. It's not a beast. Like some so of the what would this replace as a wedding photographer? It would just, it would just be a lighter weight version of an off-camera flash. Okay. That would be just super easy for you to, to pop out of your bag, and just you can even handhold it and shoot. Um, we actually have compatibility with spider holster, so you can actually Ooh, this is a spider we love pin. Us some spider holster. So you can actually have this on a backpacker kit, or you could have it in a holster on your hip, and just fantastic. Put it up, start shooting. You know how how short wedding days are, so this helps you work faster and right. smarter. Right. I love that. Awesome. Well, thanks, Janine. Where can we find Stella Pro Lights Lights in Motion online? So you can actually go to uh, StellaProLights.com. And um, you'll see our camera uh, catalog there. Fantastic. And same on Instagram. I follow you, so I know that. At Stella Pro Lights on Instagram. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Janine. Yeah. Have fun. Nice to meet you. Yes, you as well. All right. That concludes our WPPI special edition of The Portrait System. And we will be back next week with our regular episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.